What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. With me, of course, Adam Ronis. And we're here on the Sawdust Podcast Network, courtesy of our friends over at Fantasy Alarm. Waiver wire, Adam. That's what's buzzing right now for oh so many people. Um, now, you know, people are listening to this on Wednesday. Uh, a lot of ESPN and Yahoo leagues have already... Um, They've already gone through their waiver period here. Uh, something I talked about on the Fantasy Alarm Show with Jim Bowden, because uh, I'm curious as to your take on it, because it's, it involves ESPN leagues. And I, I'm, I'm, one, I'm, I'm sure you have an idea of where I'm getting at here. Uh, Taysom Hill is listed now as a quarterback and tight end on ESPN. Now I know FanDuel was doing him as a uh, as a, as a tight end, which I didn't agree with either there. But what really gets me going on this one here is Taysom Hill. If he starts a game at quarter, let's just say he starts a game at quarterback, and you're playing somebody who's got Taysom Hill in their tight end spot, they're playing in a super flex league while you're not, and that's a problem. Yeah, it's a huge problem. First of all, he's not a tight end. I don't know why he was listed there to begin with. And I remember, I don't know if I had a discussion or saw it discussed or saw it written somewhere, but I remember this being somewhat of an issue in the preseason. And obviously now it could become a factor. We think Jameis Winston is going to be the starting quarterback, but they can mix Taysom Hill in there to take some snaps. He did last week. Now, he did not attempt to pass in that game. After Drew Brees didn't come out for the second half, but he did have eight carries for 45 yards. So tight end is a disaster. So if you know that you have someone in coming in to play quarterback that could even attempt five passes and run the ball with the state of tight end. Yeah, you're going to put that guy there. And then if somehow he gets named the starting quarterback, forget it. You have a huge advantage. And I know we've kind of been through this in the past. But I think this is different. I mean, this is a game changer. I remember years back, Marquise Colston came in. He was listed as a tight end. Uh, other sports, this has happened to. I mean, Yahoo and baseball and positions, forget it. I oh, mean, Kyle Schwarber is the catcher? Yeah, I mean, there's just <laughs> so many. But this is completely different. I mean, this, this is a game changer. Because if you do have Taysom Hill, and he somehow starts a quarterback this week, and you've been struggling at tight end like most teams are outside of those with Travis Kelsey, TJ Hawkinson, you know, and you put him at tight end. I mean, I, I kind of hate that, man. I, I think it's wrong. I think, I think it's wrong too. For the same token though, like we're in the business here of helping people win fantasy championships. And I'll say this, if you're playing in an ESPN league and you've got the bench spot to give, you almost have to do it just to prevent anybody else from doing it to you. Yeah, no doubt, for sure. And in case he is the starting quarterback, or maybe you watch this week, they say Winston's the starter. You go, okay, you know what? I have Taysom Hill. I picked him up. I'm not going to play him, but let me see what happens this week. And then we go through the game, and you see Hill in there near the goal line, and he throws six passes, and he gets five carries. The next week, you'll go, you know what? I'm having issues at tight end. You know, Jimmy Graham gave you a zero. Evan Ingram's cooled off. All these things. Then you put Hill in there. So I don't play in any ESPN leagues, so I don't have to deal with any of that. But I know there people are, and we are here to help them. So, yes, if he is somehow out there and you 
don't have like a real short bench because there's still four teams on by this week. Uh, yeah, I think stash them on your bench just in case. All right. Well, there you go. Um, just wanted to kind of get your take on that for anybody out there who, uh, who is competing on ESPN platform, uh, and just that you're going to have to do it. So what Adam and I want to do is we're going to take you through position by position, uh, give you a, we'll just kind of talk out some of these free agents here because we know that everybody's on different levels. Uh, you might be listening to this and you're in a 10 team league, you know, Adam and I play in 14 team leagues where the waiver wire is completely barren. So we'll try to you know, cross through everything for everybody. And we'll we'll do it in concise fashion because, Adam, it's my wife's birthday and she's going to be awful mad at me if uh, she's sitting there eating birthday cake by herself. Oh, yeah, we can't have that. We'd like to wish her a happy birthday. So we need to make this swift and quick, unlike our other podcasts where we're like, yeah, we'll do a quick 30 minutes and then two hours later we're still talking. Swift and quick, that's my nickname in the bedroom. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, see, you know, there's the that's the question. <laughs> that's the question, Adam. All right. Do I do I give her a birthday pop for her birthday, or do I leave her alone and not harass her? And that's the birthday present. Uh, they want they women like attention. So on the birthday, for sure, you need to provide some attention. Uh, what if I'm really tired? Then you better find some energy somehow. What if I what if I ate a lot of cheese and I gotta take a shit? Well, dump and then pump. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yay, yeah, baby, call me the Winnebago tonight because I'm gonna <laughs> dump and pump. How about that? <laughs> That'll get her in the mood, no doubt. Exactly. No doubt. Yeah. All right. Well, before. We... <laughs> <laughs> Before we hit the waiver wire, I <laughs> want to give a special shout out to our sponsors at Monkey Knife Fight. Tell everybody how much we love Monkey Knife Fight, how much we love playing those prop pick games that we uh, that we compete in week in, week out. So shout out to Monkey Knife Fight, our sponsor of the show, the DFS site you need to be playing on, and here's why. <laughs> Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning. Even you, Adam. Even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else monkeyknifefight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. <laughs> All right, here we go, Adam. Let's start it off here. Waiver wire quarterback because this seems to be the position that we're looking at that has the most 
I guess the most to offer here. You know, you got guys like like Winston who's available right now, and that's you know he's facing Atlanta this week, Denver the week after that. Uh, Cam Newton sitting on waiver wires uh, in some places at Houston, uh, and then versus Arizona the week after that. Uh, even Kirk Cousins. How about Kirk Cousins squaring off against Dallas and then Carolina after that? Even though it's a run first offense. If you're if you're looking to stream a QB, uh, this is what's sitting out on your waiver wire. Are you interested in any of these? Yeah, for sure. And you know, we talked about it on yesterday's podcast about how we're not having many elite quarterbacks on our team. So this there are situations where I'm looking to pick up Winston, and there's some risk because we don't know exactly how much Taysom Hill is going to be involved. But I expect Winston to start. I know he wasn't sharp last week. But he gets the Falcons. They've allowed the most fantasy points to quarterbacks this year. He has good weapons. We saw Teddy Bridgewater step into this situation last year and be productive. So Winston would be the guy I add. Uh, Cam would be second. Uh, look, he's not passing much at all, uh, but he continues to run. And he scored a rushing touchdown, I believe, in every game he's played in this year except two. So you say, well, I don't want to rely on that. But the bottom line is they allow him to run. And when they're near the goal line, he's getting those carries. And it's a good matchup. So I think you could consider him. You know, Cousins, yes, the matchup is great on paper. But it's just really difficult to trust them because, you, like you said, they're going to run the football. And the Cowboys' defense has been better lately. It's not the sieve defense that it was early in the year. And they're coming off a of bye. Uh, and we, we've seen them hold three of the last four quarterbacks to under 200 passing yards. And you'll say, well, who'd they face? Wentz and Kyla Murray. I mean, the Murray game, though, I'll throw out the window because they Arizona had a huge lead. They didn't need to pass. But they haven't been awful lately. And, you know, it, it comes down to can the Cowboys keep the game competitive? I mean, Andy Dalton should be back. So I think the offense will be better. Uh, but I just it feels terrible saying, yeah, play Kirk Cousins because it could be a 220 passing yard game with one touchdown, even in a great matchup. So I still put him behind the others. Uh, I would take Winston and Cam over Cousins this week. Yeah, you know, and obviously, you know, the run first offense with Dalvin Cook being so heavily involved, that's, um, you know, that's that's really not a situation that I I, I want to invest heavily in uh, as well. What about um, what about Tua, Tonga Viola? Um, is he a guy who you would look at and maybe have some interest in this week? I mean, it's a, uh, playing against Denver this week. Um, thoughts on him and his development. I think he's been okay. Nothing impressive. You know, they're winning games, but he hasn't really done anything to help him win those games. He's managed the game. Well, not saying, you know, he's been awful, but we remember the first game. He started against the Rams. It was all defensive special teams. They are up 21. He didn't need to do nothing. Then he has 248 and two touchdowns. And the last week, 169 and two touchdowns. So they're not really asking him to do much. And I think this is a spot where, especially if Denver doesn't have Drew Locke, uh, they've been banged up. They're not playing well. That I don't see him doing too much again. So uh, he would be behind those guys that we just discussed. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, all right, let's move on to the running back spot because that's uh, that's trash. That's absolute trash. It's it's worse than trying to scrape the bottom of the barrel for uh, starting quarterbacks, which is one of the things we talked about on yesterday's uh, episode of Anti Up, which 
You guys can obviously find on Spotify and iTunes and links to that are uh, all over the Fantasy Alarm website. Just look under the podcasts. Um, the running back position, this is what's giving me the biggest headache, Adam, because I'll say this. If you're not, if you don't need to make a roster move, then why are you making a roster move? I'm being inundated with questions such as, you know, should I drop, you know, this wide receiver to pick up Kalen Balaz? Should I pick up this player to pick up Jordan Wilkins? Um, you know, you look at, at the, the running backs who are available out on the waiver wire, for the most part, they come from the Colts, the Rams the Chargers, the Dolphins, and all of these situations are disgusting, absolutely disgusting. Um, and it, it it boggles my mind why people are doing this. Like, do you see any of, of any of these teams, Colts, Rams, Chargers, Dolphins, do you see any player who has got the potential, based on everything that we've seen right now, who's got the potential to be a bell cow running back or to see the majority of touches in their offense moving forward? Um, maybe Ahmed. Uh, you know, he was solid last week. Brita has always had health issues. We don't know when Gaskin's coming back. Uh, I think he could return in week 12. Uh, I believe week 11 is the third week of him being on IR. Uh, I haven't seen if he's going to be ready that week, so maybe him. Uh, look, it really comes down to who you're dropping. For you know, because what I want at this time, and we discussed this over the last couple of weeks, for my bench, I want mostly running backs. You know, these fourth and fifth wide receivers, they're never going to win anything for you. With a lot of these running backs, if there's one injury in front of them, now all of a sudden they take on a bigger workload and you can't put them in your lineup. I mean, the Rams obviously is terrible right now with Akers back. But if one of them goes down, all right, fine. Now I can start both of them, not at the same league, but at least I know, okay, there's a smaller piece of the pie for them to share. When it's three of them, it's just like you really don't have confidence. So, you know, even a guy like Devontae Booker, if I had Josh Jacobs or I'm in a deeper league with 20 roster spots, yeah, I'd tack him out on the end of the roster. Uh, Jacobs has been on the injury report a couple times this year. And I'm not saying this just because he had a good game last week. The Raiders had 41 rushing attempts. It's not going to happen many weeks for the Raiders. They just happen to be in a good spot. The point is, is if you add Booker now for cheap and something does happen to Jacobs, you don't have to spend fab. You don't have to worry about waiver wire priority. Even a guy like Boston Scott, uh, we've already seen Miles Sanders have two injuries this year. So those are guys I want to have on my bench. I don't want to spend a ton of money for them. Uh, but if you're desperate this week and you really need someone, I think, you know, Ahmed is still out there in some leagues unless Howard Bender's in your league. <laughs> deal with it people come on he is, man. he is available in one of my leagues that i i did an early look at the waiver wire so he is out there i'm trying to remember if i you know what it might be a league where i have like five dollars left four dollars left so it's like uh maybe i'll put in a dollar bid and hopefully people are sleeping uh because i think i didn't need him in that league but i didn't go through all my leagues yet because a lot of them do run on wednesday so I start with the ones that obviously run first. Uh, but yeah, you're right, though. In general, man, I went and looked and there's some there's I'm not really making in my initial ones that I looked at. I'm not really making a lot of pickups so far. Uh, I do need a quarterback in a league or two. I have a couple where I've been streaming and I've uh, been fortunate to at, still be in the playoff with that because some weeks it could be a disaster. 
I had Derek Carr last week in a league. Oh, oh boy. Oh, I had I had Drew Locke in a, in two leagues last week. I did too, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was just utter, utter disaster. Yeah, like total kick in the Jimmy Jammies, not pretty at all. Um, I like, you know, listen, I you know, and, and one of the things I, I also said, if Wayne Gallman is sitting on your waiver wire right now, he's got a bye week this week, pick him up and stash him. Like that's a move to make. How is he on the waiver? I had this discussion with Justin Fersterman. How is he on the waiver wire in some leagues? Like, what have people been watching? I mean, I'm not not that I was out there saying, oh, go get him immediately. I was a little concerned. But the guy has five touchdowns in the last four weeks. Like, what were you waiting for? <laughs> right? I, believe me, I don't know. I've just I've 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 looked at a couple of waiver wires. Now, I'm in I'm in a league that has really short bench. You know, it's like you got three bench spots and that's it. And there's one IR spot in this league. Three bench spots? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's crazy. That's just, that's oh. how they've, that's how they've always done it. And they wanted to do it. They wanted to keep it that way because it helps uh, promote trading and, and it keeps the waiver wire pretty active each week, you know, and it doesn't, teams don't feel like they're out of it because somebody is beating them on the waiver wire consistently and hoarding players. Which makes sense. Do you like that? Do you like that? I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of it. No, I'm not. But, you know, I was invited into the league and I'm going to, you know, I accepted the invitation knowing that this was uh, what it was. And and I'll just I'll go with that. Um, You know, I've already said to the commissioner, I'm like, listen, you know, COVID might be uh, a reason to kind of expand it. And he put it up for a discussion with people, but they just they weren't into it. They weren't into it at all. So I was like, all right. I okay, nothing I can do about it. Can't fight City Hall. You can, but you might lose. That's all, right? And I'm crushing <laughs> in this league, so I really I have nothing to say about it. Right? Exactly. You're like, all right, I played by your rules, and I'm still whipping. Right, I'm seven and three right now. Uh, it's the fish league. I'll admit, it's the fish league. Okay, so yeah, they're used to. That's the thing. I've been in leagues too, where it's been around for a long time. They're very, very reluctant to change rules. I've been able to get them in one league to add a flex and, and make a couple of changes, but it's taken years of work. Yeah, and I, I'm just not going to fight it. I'm not going to fight it. It's just not, you know. <laughs> Thank you for the invitation this year. Um, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a host on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio. Can I tell you guys how to change some of your rules here? Like, I don't want to be that guy, so <laughs> I'm not. Um, all right. Any other running backs you're eyeballing here for uh, for the waiver wire? Um, uh, Rex Burkhead, maybe the Michael P. Ryan. Ugh, but gross. yeah, there's gross. there's really not much, man. Again, stash, you know, Brian Hill. If Gurley goes down, that's what I'm really looking to do in the deeper formats is just kind of pick up these running backs that if you know there's an injury in front of them, they get a job. And now you just have them stashed in the roster if you have the space. If you have the space, if you don't have the space to give, well, then you can't make those plans. You got to, uh, you got to do what you got to do to survive. Um, all right, let's go to the way to the uh, wide receiver position here. Um, Alan Lazard just uh, activated off of IR. Um, there are even some leagues where Marquez Valdez Scantling still available, despite now back to back fantastic weeks, Michael Pittman, Jalen Rieger, uh, any of these names uh, tickling your fancy? Oh, yeah. Pittman, for sure. I mean, liked him in the preseason. 
had to cut him in a couple of redraft leagues once he got hurt. Uh, but he looked phenomenal last week. And, you know, he's going to be involved in this offense. They do spread it out around a lot. But you got to think Rivers is going to start to to focus on him and get him the football. And very impressive last week. Rager, I would say also, uh, I know the Eagles often struggled last week, but they have a favorable schedule coming up. So I'd look at him. And then Lazard and MVS are are both going to be risky players. Like if people are buying an MVS and think, all right, that's it. He's here. You're going to be disappointed, man, because we've seen him in good matchups this year not come through. He's a guy that can has speed and can get open deep. So there's going to be times that Rodgers sees him and hits him. Uh, but you cannot count on this guy week in, week out. Uh, he's reliant on the big play. Uh, Lazard is, I, I'd add Lazard, you know, I don't think I'm ready to start him this week. We don't even know if he's officially going to be back. I know they had to activate him. Maybe he's back and doesn't play much. So I don't think you can play him this week, but he did start to gain a comfort level with Rodgers. It is a really good offense, but both those guys are going to be risky uh, because you just don't know what they're going to give you. You're relying on on big plays. So Pittman and Rager are certainly over those guys. Pittman and Rager, definitely, definitely. Um, I'm I'm in on that. I, you know, what I'm hoping is I'm hoping they use Rager out of the slot a little bit more because um, Wentz has no time. Like, you know, we talked about Nick Foles not having any time to pass uh, on Monday night. Carson Wentz is picking his ass up 22 times a game uh, off the turf, uh, you know, so you need a you need a guy who can run a, a clean, quick route so that you can get him the ball and a guy who can get some yards after the catch. I think Rieger is that guy. Um, I just, you know, I, I, I'm hoping that it happens for him. Hoping, hoping, praying, wishing. Yeah, I mean, look, the Giants are a pretty good defense. I think some people don't realize how well they were playing and they faced them for the, like the second time in a month and divisional game. The Eagles do have a favorable schedule going forward. And I've liked what I've seen from Rager at a couple big plays earlier this year. Uh, not a big game last week, but he did get some targets. So they drafted him for a reason. So I expect, I expect the Eagles offense to, to get better. I mean, this, this will be a key week for them. Uh, they really have to show something here. They really do need to show something here. They really do, and it's a it's a it's a good matchup for uh, for the Eagles this week too, isn't it? It's um, Cleveland. So over the middle, over the middle is kind of open when you're facing Cleveland. You know, like yeah, they've got Denzel Ward on one side of the field, um, but you know they just their their safeties don't cover the you know cover the tight end well, and you know the slot corner is is not strong there. So uh, this could be a good one, although. I'll tell you what, if you want a team that's got a, a really kick-ass pass rush, it's Cleveland, right? I mean, Miles Garrett will just fuck their shit up. Yeah, they're going to have to make adjustments to make sure that they either roll Wentz out or get him to get rid of the ball quickly. Got to do something. Got to do something. Um, all right, any other wide receivers we're looking at? Josh Reynolds, maybe. How about Jakeem Grant? Yeah, I picked him up in a league last week on Friday night in one of those RT Sports Championships because, you know, he wasn't picked up in the first waiver run. And I said, all right, let me just pick him up for cheap. You know, usually I love those second waiver runs in the high stakes leagues because sometimes you see players that weren't added or later in the week after practice reports and injuries, someone pops up on the radar and usually you can get those guys very cheap. 
So I did that with Grant. I didn't start him, but now I have him on the roster. So I don't need to spend for him. He probably would have went for way more after he scored a touchdown last week. And looks like he could be the second option in that offense. So, yeah, I think he's uh, someone that you can consider adding. And uh, let's not forget about Brashard Perryman. Let's not forget about Brashad Perriman, right? I, that's that's an interesting pick there. Uh, Jets going up against the Chargers. The Chargers have been known to give up that deep pass for sure. I like that call. Welcome back, Brashad. Welcome back. <laughs> um, all right, uh, tight end position. Aside from protecting yourself against the Taysom Hill nonsense, uh, I don't know. I mean, Logan Thomas is still out on some waiver wires. Uh, Gerald Everett, Irv Smith. I, I think I, the, I almost want to take a zero at the tight end spot if I have to. <laughs> yeah, Logan Thomas would be the guy if he's out there. They're going up against the Bengals. But yeah, Irv Smith, I don't even know if he's going to play. We have to see about that. Uh, we did see Kyle Rudolph have a decent game. So I guess if Irv Smith's out, you could consider him. Um, the Rams tight ends kind of hurt each other. We did see Higby have three catches, 60 yards, but yeah, it's pretty, pretty bad. If you're looking at a tight end at this point, there's really not much on the waiver wire. No, really not Uh waiver move of the week. Would that be picking up the chargers defense against the jets? Yeah, they're out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I have them ranked in the top five for defense this week. So sure, you can do that. Uh, we did see the Jets offense play pretty well, but still we know Flacco's prone for turnovers. Uh, I picked them up last week, so they might still be out there, but Miami, I mean, they're playing well and they're at Denver. Drew Locke could be out. Even if Flacco's in there, who cares? The guy's been yeah. turning it over. Washington could still be out there. They get the Bengals. I mean, again, I, I think the Bengals will, will play okay, but they can, you know, Bengals offensive line has some issues. Maybe they get a sack, force a turnover. So, um, and, and the Rams might have been dropped because people didn't want to use them against Seattle. I think the Rams are a defense now that we might be able to play every week regardless of opponent. Yeah, the the Rams are definitely of that of that mindset. I, I definitely, I've got, um, uh, in one league, I've got uh, the Rams and the Colts, and the only reason... I mean, it's a deep bench. The only reason I'm holding on to that second defense is only is strictly because I don't want anybody else to have them. It hasn't yeah, hurt you can me. play the matchups. You know, you can play the matchups too. That's what I've been doing, and I'm going to end up. I'm going to. I'm going to probably play the the Rams this week instead of uh, Indianapolis, only because I think that uh, Tom Brady can go back to having a stinker of a game like he had. He doesn't. He hasn't played well in Tampa Bay. Kind of funny in that, right? Yeah, and he's more prone for turnovers than Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, all right, well, there you go, guys. Uh, nice little quick sneak peek over at the uh, uh, at the waiver wire here for week 11 going into it. Uh, big thanks, as always, to you guys for listening. Big thanks to Adam Ronis, and uh, appreciate again, Adam, you uh, let me get out of here nice and early so I can go and, uh, and celebrate the Roto Buzz gal's birthday. Of course, man. You got to treat the ladies right. Yeah. Uh, you know, 20 odd years into it, man. I, I could afford to treat them wrong every once in a while, right? Still. Ah, you, look gotta, at you. You still got to still gotta be good to them, man. Ladies, Adam Ronis is single. You can follow him on Twitter, at Adam Ronis. Uh, and, uh, and just, you know, uh, send a picture so he can check you out. He's got a very specific type. 
Uh, and if you do not match that type, then he will immediately turn you down. But, you know, listen. That's not true. I'll still talk to them. Oh, okay. oh you'll talk to them? Yeah, I'll be friends. Will, will you if, send them money? I don't do that. That's You find all the guys for that. <laughs> it's amazing. There must be a lot of guys out there that do that because some of the women that ask for things, yeah, I'm the wrong guy. I'll let them know right away. Like, sorry, you're not going to, not going to play me like that if that's what you're looking for don't waste your time go somewhere else that's my boy that's adam ronis i'm howard bender this has been annie up we'll catch you next time